With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Buddy. Hi, guys. Well, from steamingly hot Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I am Dan. And coming up today, there's an ark. There's an Kentucky. Ark. There's. And the Lord said unto Ken Ham, <laughs> go forth and build an ark. Waste. And, waste my money. And with... And with his own two bare hands <laughs> and tools from the Stone Age, Woo-hoo, he, he crafted. It. He pulled it off. He crafted an ark. He pulled it off. We'll be talking. Can't about believe that. he did it. Yeah, uh, he didn't. He didn't do it. That's okay. What do you mean he didn't do it? Well, we'll talk about that later. All right. Uh, I'm going to talk to us a little bit about a thing. So I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but okay. um, there seems to be a problem in the Catholic Church. With priests uh, not inappropriately uh, act- acting inappropriate around children. I don't know if you've heard of that. What? <laughs> what is this? What yeah. is this, Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, there, you know, the Pope uh, at one point commanded all of the dioceses of the Catholic Church to take whatever steps necessary to stop priests from diddling kids. Oh, dear God, Dan. Uh... So, uh, this is actually a really interesting story. A diocese actually took real steps to, to actually do it. The uh, Archdiocese of, of Montreal. Oh. The okay. Roman Catholic, Ar- the Archbishop uh, Christian Lepin. I don't know really how to say it. Uh, he basically said, priests don't get to be with kids alone, ever. Really? Yeah. We have to be chaperoned? Yeah. That's pathetic. I think it's amazing. No, it's a, it's great that he's done it. It's <laughs> pathetic that that's what it takes. Well, hey, that the, these men who have who've chosen to be men of God, so to speak, yeah, right, and lead congregations of not just adults but also children, right, who are entrusted, who are placed in a position of power that they can't respect that own. Or, or or that that very uh, position. Well, here's like, the, I mean, come on. But here's the thing: for decades now, the church has basically said, "Rely on that. Rely on us being all good people." And blah blah blah. Right. And it just doesn't work. Finally, someone's actually taken a concrete step. Like they've finally just said, "Look, these fuckers are just gonna fuck kids. We're gonna stop it." We have to stop it. There's no other recourse. We cannot get our priests to stop. You can't make these guys children stop on their own. Molesting children, so you can't tell them to stop. Right. You can't. You can't <laughs> move them away. It's fucking pathetic. <laughs> That's my point. Yes. 
It's true. But at least <laughs> someone took a step. That's what's shocking to me is well, that I applaud the fact that, th- that somebody finally yeah. <laughs> has decided to actually do something about this. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Why not actually, I don't know, let priests have sex with other, other adults? consenting adults? Well, that would just be crazy. Because then, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The question is, if this catches on... <laughs> oh, shit. What were you going to say? I can't believe I was going to go there. No, no, you have to. If this actually catches on, will there be less incentive to become a priest, is what I was going to say. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> You're going to lose all of those potential pedophiles from the priesthood. Oh, it's so oh. sad for the priests. <laughs> Keep your kids off of Craigslist in Montreal. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, there you go, though. They got to find it somewhere. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, it's a good thing we don't believe in hell. (laughs) Okay, go on to another story before we just ruin ourselves. Jesus Christ, Tim. That's what (laughs) this show's all about, Dan. Right there. That's it. It's true. All right. Dan, you've heard of the Mormon church, right? Mm-hmm. Folks called Mormons. I they, used to be one. And that they uh and you know that they like to send uh their young young men and women out into the world oh. to teach and bring people to the gospel. Yes. And uh well, one of the places in this world that they send them is Russia. Yeah. I remember when Russia opened to missionaries back in the what would it have been, early nineties? Yeah. As a matter of fact, I have I have friends who were sent to that mission who were yeah. very excited. Amongst the first, I'm sure. Yes. You know. Uh, well, eh, I guess Russia is all, uh, has since since then has never been the most um, <clears throat> receptive or accommodating <laughs> of of nations what? to outside proselytizers. It's not just the Mormons that they have problems with. They also have issues with the Jehovah's Witness mm-hmm. uh, is and uh, what's the other one who's probably over there? Oh, uh, they they also kind of hassle Muslim organizations, I oh, guess. Okay, uh, that are trying to set up. They they probably actually reject all that, you know, Saudi Arabian money to build mosques and right. whatnot. You know yeah. that kind of shit, which probably we do too. But whatever. Um, so. They've uh, they're actually cracking down on uh, proselytizing at this point. Okay, and they there's a new measure which takes place on uh, I'm sorry July 20th. So it's okay. coming up uh, that uh, limits proselytizing by religious groups outside of officially designated sites. So oh. they're basically going to have proselytizing zones where you can go and that's where you can talk to people. Reason number one to move to Russia. <laughs> Why am I? I mean, yeah, but, like I said, it's only number one. I haven't found reasons, you know, any other reasons that I want to move to Russia. <laughs> Beautiful architecture. An amazing rich history. Uh, <laughs> again, reason number one to move to Russia. <laughs> At least I won't be bothered by the God botherers. Uh, uh, amazing uh, radioactive sites to visit. That's true. That's true. Bring yeah. your Geiger counter. <laughs> Except that Chernobyl's actually in Ukraine. Yeah, I think you're right. It was a Soviet thing. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Soviets. <sighs> you lost your best. <laughs> Russia lost its best uh, nuclear 
v- tourist site. Yeah. Oh, to disaster Ukraine. tourism. Disaster tourism. It's yeah. great. <laughs> uh, anyway, I mean, please don't forget, though, Dan. You're like, oh, wow, it would be amazing uh, for that one reason. Uh, the Orthodox Church, Orthodox Christians, right? Mm. They, they're basically enshrined as sort of the church of Which state. Which is weird because, because the USSR was like forcing atheism on everybody, or so I thought. Oh, and that pendulum swung back. Swung back. It went the other way. It I'm swung afraid. back with goofy hats and beards attached. Yeah. That's that. That's kind of the Russian way, isn't it? Yeah. The, at least the goofy hat part. And beards. Uh, they, love, they love a good facial hair. Here's some statistics about the Marmon Church in Russia. Okay. First of all, let's remind everybody that Russia is a country of 143 million people. Not small. Not small, right? Uh, so the LDS Church has 100 congregations in <laughs> that size of country and 22,000 members. It's it's That's, shocking that they have that much, considering the fact that they're asking Russians to give up vodka. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Like, the Mormon Church is so contrary to like everything about Russian culture that I know, which is here's, mostly vodka. Here's the deal about Mormon Church: it's contrary to most cultures anywhere. Right. Well, like, which is kind of a selling point for them. Like, they, they love their counterculture status. Yeah. It's why they stuck with the. It's why the word of wisdom, the 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 very rules that make them not able to drink coffee or or alcohol or whatever, are enshrined in their rules because they weren't originally rules. Right. The word of wisdom was not a rule. It was just this idea. It was it was so that Joseph Smith could get his wife off of his back about all the gentlemen spitting chewing tobacco in church. Yeah, it was a suggestion. It was a concept. And and you know. he didn't and Joseph Smith didn't obey it and no. Brigham Young didn't obey it. No. By the way, have you heard about this? Uh one of our great distilleries here in Utah. Yeah. There, there aren't that many, but uh High West is actually a fantastic uh, distiller and blender of whiskeys. Uh-huh. They're going to be releasing on our state's day, uh-huh. the 24th of July, uh which is which is Pioneer Day here in in the fine land of Utah. Right. They're going to be releasing a, a whiskey of, available only at the distillery, not available outside Ooh. of the distillery itself. I, I hope we're getting uh, paid for this plug. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be um, Brigham Young's own recipe. Is it the Valley Tan? The Valley Tan. Yeah. I yep. think that's amazing. I think yeah. that's so funny. And they're using they're using like <laughs> it's a it's a wheat whiskey. They're using Ooh. like Utah wheat. That's anyway. Oh. I just think it sounds cool. Well, nonetheless, yeah. Aside from all that, yeah. Um, oh, we have to go back to Russia. We we don't really have to. <laughs> we don't. Uh, but uh, boy, it sounds like a, a sort of a wretched, wretched place to be as a Mormon missionary. Oh, yeah, not a good. Yeah, you're not gonna have. Because, a, I mean, like that's that's way bigger population than Italy. And yeah. We had way more members than that. Right. And way more congregations. Than and that. Italy by rights shouldn't so, have any. Shouldn't have any. But nonetheless, I know how sparse that was and how just like minuscule the numbers <laughs> felt. Right. Right. And so it's just got to be like there's just no one. Oh, yeah. There's no one. Yeah, you're stuck in gray like uh, Soviet-era architecture all around you. So, like, it's just... I mean, my view of Russia, I've never been there. But you, other yeah. uh, other than, than the, the onion-domed cathedrals, it's it's gray. It's a gray place. That's my thought. It's possible. I don't I know, don't know. Man. But I, either way, it's gray for a Mormon missionary. 
It's not going to be a good time. Oh, I bet they're so excited when they get that call. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm going to Russia. Yeah, I know. It's it's so funny living in Salt Lake City. How like when you meet someone who speaks a foreign language, nine times out of ten, you know exactly why. <laughs> it's kind of amazing though here because everybody oh. speaks a foreign language, oh. and it's some random thing. Like somebody who has no business speaking, you know, somebody who's of of Danish and and Scottish descent. Speaks Russian. Yeah. Or someone, uh, you speak Italian right. for no reason other than right. Mormons. Right. Yeah. That's the one reason I wish I had gotten on a mission. I wish I was fluent in another language. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Not, you could definitely. have learned to speak Kansanese. Right. Well, there is that. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> you, you just wait until you get your mission call. If it's a cool place, you go. If it's not a cool place, you're like, oh, never mind. I'm not Mormon anymore. <laughs> Not like they pay for it. You still have to pay for it. I know. It. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's the worst I way to I have a life savings. Personally. Dan. Gone. Right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Your 19-year-old life savings. Hey, yeah. I, 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 had, I had saved up, uh, I think the cost of a mission at that, at that time was about 10 grand. Uh-huh. I had five grand of it in the bank. Holy cow. For a 19-year-old. a 19-year-old. That's not, that's, that's you know, not that, small shakes. That was working, you know, minimum wage jobs. Right. Oh my gosh. You poor, <laughs> poor bastard. The amount of fun things you could have done with that money. Uh, well, I could have helped pay for college. Well, yes. Tell yes, indeed. So. Okay. Well, I'm going to move on. Uh, have you heard of this fellow, Donald Trump? Donald J. Trump? I don't, I don't know why when he gets into politics, he has to use the J all of a sudden. Well, because DonaldTrump.com was taken. <laughs> well, there is that. That's true. <laughs> I, that's so you right. needed Donald J. Trump. Uh, anyway, this guy, uh, our presumptive, presumptive a Republican candidate for president, uh, there was a bit of a bit of a kerfuffle this uh, this last week mm. when he tweeted an image of uh, Hillary Clinton, his his adversary mm. in this in this and election, presumptive next president of the United States, right. He pre- tweeted a picture of her that says that that sort of it's it it's a picture of her with a background of money of American bills mm, behind her. Really? And where did where'd she get that photo taken? <laughs> right. Uh, it's almost as if they photoshopped that in. What? I don't know. What? That wasn't just the the backdrop at an event. Right. No. One, of, one of these Wall Street <laughs> events that she went to. Yeah, they, they tend, had their photos they taken probably in front do that. of money. Of course they do that. Everybody get your photo and take it taken in front of the money. It's real money. Uh, and then in front of that was a was a star uh, graphic with the words "most corrupt candidate ever." Now, wow. Oh, okay. The the this this wouldn't Quite have caused any. This wouldn't have caused much stir, except that the star has six points. And when you combine a six-pointed star with a whole lot of money, you're dog whistling to people who hate Jews. That's just what you're doing. <laughs> you're just you're doing that. And yeah, and yeah. if you're not doing that, then well, you're then you're proving what a big fucking idiot you are. I love that one of the first defenses of this was, well, sheriffs sheriff stars have six points. Yes, Trump did go into the. I just thought it looked like a sheriff star. Yeah, sheriff star. I mean, because what you really want your opponent to be associated with is a Wild West sheriff. That's <laughs> that totally makes sense. <laughs> yes, he definitely. Sheriff stars though do have one detail that a standard star of David does not, which is each point has a little circle on it. 
to, if you look up a sheriff's star, right. there's a little circle at every single point. Yeah. It's like it's a star. Is there a reason for that? I have no clue, but I looked them up just to like, I was like, really? Because in my head, it was actually seven seven points on a sheriff's star. I think actually they do that sometimes. And so I I just looked up sheriff sheriff badge. A heptagram, and if you will. most of them came up as six-pointed. Right. But in the all West. of them, and there was also a five-pointed one that came up. All of them, including the five-pointed one. They just have this little like little. Western detail. You know why? Of like this little... It's so that it's so that it can't be used as a throwing star. It's so That's it's not true. It's so that they don't. No one ever weaponizes a sheriff's badge. <laughs> Just whips it off and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me, sheriff! <laughs> I I knew you had you ran out of bullets. I didn't realize you still had the star. God, they should barb the end. Yeah, you know exactly. Just put, stick, have to pull it out and oh, rip all that flesh. Put another tiny little star on the end of each on the tip of Jesus each. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so. So he, so Trump fell under a lot of criticism uh, for anti-Semitism. Uh, what? Which is funny because so he, so he did this long impassioned speech. It was amazing, actually. This the video of it's ri- ridiculous. Where he's like, "No, they're the ones that are ra- racially profiling because it's just a star and blah blah blah." It's just like if you're so stupid about America's like about the the cultural climate in yeah. our country. That you don't, that, I mean, next he's going to, like, post a thing with a guy with a a, hood, a white hood and, like, two holes for eyes. And he's going to be like, it was just a ghost. Mm-hmm. What are you talking? KKK, I don't know. It looked like a just Casper to me. Well, I mean, this is the guy who, if you recall on Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> tweeted a picture of himself eating a taco salad, <laughs> wishing... All the Hispanics a happy Cinco de Mayo. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, Not it's knowing. Like, oh. Yeah. He's clearly. Uh. Yeah. And so, the, of course, he, what's amazing is like his staff. As soon as they realized what what they had done and that people had caught on, uh-huh. they pulled the picture, replaced it with I think a circle. Uh, and he was like, "I wish they hadn't pulled it. I would defend it. I I wish they'd left it up. I think it's awesome." I think it's just a star, which I'm sure will play to his audience. Like, that's exactly what they want to hear. Do, do you think? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But do you think that there's anybody else in control of Donald Trump's Twitter account other than Donald J. Trump himself? Do you think there's actually like people who like, I hear what you're saying? No, like, if this weren't an image, if this were just a, a, a text tweet, uh-huh. I would believe that it was just him. You don't think he knows how to add images? He doesn't know how to add images. <laughs> he, he doesn't have. It's not like the man has like Photoshop. He doesn't know how to create. <laughs> like this was clearly just created by somebody, and then his staff just threw it out there. I but would, I'm sure they. You know what? I would love it if he had sat around all afternoon making that. <laughs> He's just—he's on uh, like Microsoft Paint, he's just like, create, and then like yeah, yeah, and then he's got a star thing, and he's deciding how big the star. He's—he's he's actually quite the whiz at Photoshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. He, all the best. All the, you do the I can't Look, do. It. I, <laughs> I can't do it either. I got the best Photoshop skills. I got the the most impressive Photoshop skills. <laughs> Nobody can Photoshop better than me. I'm the best Photoshopper. Uh, so crooked dumb. Hillary. <laughs> Crooked, Jew-loving Hillary. Uh, stupid Trump. He's not a. He's not a smart man. 
He's got well, he's, he's got the best brain though. Just <laughs> with all the best words. He's got the best yeah. He knows all the best words. He yeah, exactly. He, he doesn't said he, that, he doesn't right? he, Yeah, he did. <laughs> I know all the best words. I do, look, I know I got all the best words. I'm the I'm the best. I don't use them. I don't I choose I opt out of the best words, but I, but I got them. They're, they're ready. Uh, uh, all right. Dan. Yeah. <sighs> so the fallout from Brexit continues. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. This is this would be Great Brexit, Britain, the British exit, deciding not Brexit, but deciding accidentally that they don't want to be <laughs> in the in the European <laughs> Union anymore, tripping and falling all over themselves. To Whoops. and now they have to do it. Right now they have to. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, well, apparently. <clears throat> this uh, the, the whole vote on Brexit has empowered social conservatives in the UK mm. uh, to start uh, calling for equality to be rolled back. Uh, since, oh, oh, since clearly the nation has spoken that we don't you know like <laughs> outsiders, <laughs> right, right, and uh, th- this whole experiment into the secular Mul- multiculturalism, multiculturalism la, la 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 isn't working, so we need to go back to our Christian roots and deny marriage to gay people, and we <laughs> need to start discriminating again, right, and uh, quote as a nation, we have turned our backs on God, on God's laws. But we should not be surprised, given that we, God's people, have not spoken clearly of Jesus and his truth and lived in obedience to him. Uh, in our nation, we have called good evil and evil good. Does that mean we white people? Is that the we that we're referring to? Look at that face. Ooh. White and delightsome. No. White. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> not very delightsome. She, I wouldn't say she's delightsome. I just think, uh, you know, I think about, I, here's, here's the nice thing about Brexit. Brexit has done a great service to the United States of America. Oh, how so? I remember back when, uh, when do you remember when uh, George W. Bush declared war on Iraq for literally no reason mm. at all? Mm-hmm. And then, and, and like those of us who were paying attention were like, wait, what the fuck? Why, why, is, why is this happening? And then Tony Blair from Great Britain was like, yes, we also declare war on Iraq for no reason. Right. And then and I was just befuddled. Like, why would Tony Blair go along with our idiot president in doing this? And now through Brexit, I understand that moment because I hadn't realized that they are just as stupid as we are. (laughs) Like it had never occurred to me. I, maybe I was blinded by the posh accents. I don't know what it was, but it had never occurred to me that they are just as redneck as we are. They are just yeah. as idiot. They are just as dumb as the Americans. Yeah. And now I know. It's a special relationship, Dan. It, oh, it, it <laughs> like short bus special. Like that kind of special is the relationship of mother the, and child. Dan. Oh my God, we're such idiots. <laughs> And they're in it with us. We're all on the same arc together. Yeah, for whatever reason, the whole thing was Tony Blair like like pledged allegiance to to Bush. Yeah, and was just like wherever you go, I will follow. Yeah, and it's like 
I think it's he sang crazy. the song. <laughs> it was it was it was yeah. That whole moment was like I just did not get it. And yeah. now, oh, you guys are just as bumbling as we are. You yeah. just do it with a posher accent. Yeah, it makes sense. Don't now. trust the accent, Dan. No, no. Or Americans the, need to get over that whole. They have a better. That that's that. That's you know right. somehow better. Yeah, you we know? totally do. And now we have ample evidence why. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually one of is, my major, major beefs because you'll hear it on like public media from time to time <laughs> that there'll be like for the underwriting message or whatever, right. a, a, a British accent will come on yeah. uh, on the media. It comes from WNYC. I listen to that one mm-hmm. and there'll be a woman who's like, you know, talking about supporting the podcast and right. she's got a British accent mm-hmm. and it's like, no. No! American voices on American radio! <laughs> oh, wow, you're getting xenophobic now. Only- no, it, it's more that, that it's, it's not that attitude at all. It's that no. there's this, that, that for whatever reason, even like higher ups at, in, in public media right. will, like, when it's time to ask for money, they're very happy to throw it to a British voice. Right? I get because it. It's, we it's, still, we it's, still all buy it. It sounds so. Wait, that British person thinks it's okay? Yeah. Well, we must... It must be all right, then. Must be a sophisticated thing to do. That's... Giving money to WNYC. My God, that's received pronunciation. It it must be true. (laughs) I'm sure that's exactly the thought process. (laughs) In those words. Uh, Um, hey, uh, you know, Texas... Sure, <laughs> Texas. So recently, just a, just a few, just a, like a week, a couple weeks ago, we remember yeah. how we reported that the the U.S. Supreme Court struck down all of Texas's bullshit abortion laws that they were trying to that they had passed about like yeah. restricting yeah. everything uh-huh. in the world. So yeah, that, yeah, it was, a, it was a great so abortion. Great day. Yeah, exactly. They were trying to make everything surrounding abortion illegal so mm-hmm. that you couldn't get one even though they are they are legal themselves right and then that was all struck down by the by the u.s supreme court okay what in the wake of that possible development happened greg abbott their uh, beloved republican governor oh dear uh has bypassed the legislature this is not something that's going through the legislature he is basically setting a rule uh that all all Fetal remains, the products of abortion, will have to get uh, basically either buried or cremated uh, as 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 legitimate human remains. Instead of... Oh, because are they... He's obs- he's are offended they that like, they're, tra- they're basically treated like, a, like medical waste. Okay. They're basically... Because they're not people. Right. These are... Right. Collections of tissues and cells and whatnot not humans but he so basically he's adding trying to add a layer of expense and difficulty here's the thing though you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna check myself a little bit here because the abortion issue is really really tough and if you genuinely believe that human beings and i believe and i believe that lots of people genuinely believe that human beings are being killed here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i get being offended that a human being is not treated with dignity at their death right so to some extent like i get it it's like that that to me makes but as he thought this through what about a woman who takes you know medication 
that induces miscarriage. What about just a miscarriage? What about just a miscarriage? A natural miscarriage. What is... Really? That has to... That, yeah, that's a great point. A nat- a, any miscarried baby should, theoretically, have to be treated the same way. Right. So, there we go. Thank you, Frank. You've just pointed out this is not about the dignity of a human being. No. This is about trying to prevent abor- abortion. Right. And Although that's... a lot of people will mourn that miscarried fetus. And I don't blame them. As, as though it had been a baby that they lost. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I, and I don't blame them. I, you know, different people have different views on that. And but I'm it, not going to get, I'm not going to get. Uh, but if you really, if you wanted to have a child. Right. Then that miscarriage is, it's, it's a disappointment that you're not going to have the child. So you do mourn the loss of having a baby. And you, you mourn, you know, plans uh, gone yeah. a, a foul and stuff. Yeah. But some people do like feel a connection to this. Yeah. Person that they've started to make. Yeah. And whatever. I, I, as someone who's never gone through it, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be judgmental no, of, of, course of any of that no. stuff. However, if you are claiming that the reason that you're trying to make aborted ba- fetuses uh, have, have basically funerals, like to make them be treated as human beings, if you're claiming that that's for their dignity, for, the, mm-hmm. for human dignity, and you're not doing the same thing, for miscarriages, mm-hmm. it's clear that it's not about that. Yeah, exactly. That's what we've that's what we've come to. Thank Excellent. you. I'm so glad that you were here for this because I've been like wrestling with that. Would, I mean, would you have done this without me? <laughs> what, the show? Yeah, I've been. I've been. I, I haven't told you. I do. I do the occasional one without you. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, Dan, a, a, a very legitimate church. Uh, has a, a little bit of a tradition with their, their members. Sure. Right. They have many traditions. Uh, dating back centuries. One of which is to walk into DMV's Department oh, of Motor Vehicles. Right. And uh, apply for a driver's license. Yes. And uh, insist that you are going to wear a colander on your head for the official right. photo. A spaghetti strainer, if you will. <laughs> exactly. Uh, as par- Because that has been adopted as part of the official... Uh, religious cl- religious attire, attire yeah. of the of the uh, followers of the Church of the S- FSM. Exactly. So a woman uh, from the Chicago area uh, walked into uh, her local uh, driver's license issuing office, uh-huh. uh, carrying a colander in her hands. <laughs> and when it came time to take the photo, she puts it on her head. Okay. Starts to be mocked and jeered at by staff yes. and people in line. Okay. Which I hope you realize, yes, that will happen mm-hmm. uh, if you're going to go try to, uh, to do this. Uh, and then when she's told that she has to take it off, she says that she, has, she, wanted, she wants the photo taken with the colander on her head, quote, to make a point that this is my religion. To make a point that this is my religion. That's that's not a great wording. That's that. not good. That's not good. Uh, so the employees are like, oh, this is a religious issue. Okay, so we have to let her do it. So right. they let her do it. Okay. She walks out with her driver's license with the photo. Oh, okay. On the, on the ID. So they allowed it. They allowed it to happen. She got out all as well. A couple weeks pass. Yeah. She gets a letter from uh, the state. 
uh-huh. saying that the photo was incorrect and her license will be canceled unless she gets a new picture taken by July 29th. Oh, dear. So, uh, <laughs> agency spokesman Dave Drucker said that she should not have been allowed to wear the strainer on her head in the first place, and we are looking into why this was done. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, he says that the state does allow citizens to wear a religious headdress in licensed photos. Muslim women, for example, may wear hijabs. Okay. As long as their faces are visible. Right. But they are not going to make an exception for Pastafarians. Oh. Uh, because uh, it, the, they, it almost looks like Pastafarians are a mockery of religion. <laughs> what? It almost How dare you, like sir? That might be the case. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but the problem here is that she didn't walk. You have to. You, this is a ruse and you have to hold it up. And this is an act. <laughs> you have to. You have to believe it. And you have to do it the whole time you're in the DMV. Yeah, you have to you hold... walk in with it on your head. It is mandatory yeah. that you wear this, right? Yeah. This is the rule. You have to wear this head. It is religious in nature, and you are required to wear it. If you're going to do it right, Otherwise, get some pictures of the colander on your head onto your Facebook feed weeks before this happens. Those should be the only photos there. Right. Okay. Because here's the deal. If it's not required for you to wear it at all times right then what's your argument for that you that, that, that the it has to be in the for picture letting a woman wear a hijab on her driver's license photo is because she's not ever uh, supposedly she's never going to be in public without it on right so i mean so that's already just how she looks right yeah so what's the big deal right because you can see her face and her hair is covered oh big whoop right right but or if, if a man if wants to wear is if, optional, if a Jewish man wants to wear a yarmulke because he always wears a yarmulke, that's okay too. I would assume it would be, yeah. and you probably you, you'd barely see it, right? Right. In the case of a yarmulke, so she just she did it wrong. She, she, you just did it wrong. She now there are a couple wrong. of Utahns that have this. Did you know that? Yeah, there's a porn star down in St. George, right? There's a, there's a few. As a matter of fact, if you Google flying spaghetti monster colander, you'll see some delightful ID pictures. Yeah, it's, I love the knit one. Yes. I can't remember who did that one. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some really fun ones. Uh, here's the thing. E- yeah, it's a joke, but. The the great part about about the flying spaghetti monster the whole the whole point of the concept of the flying spaghetti monster and the church thereof yeah is that you can't tell the difference between a joke and a real thing right and who are you to tell me that there is one who right. are, you don't get to decide whether my religion if I don't get to decide that your religion's a joke you don't get to decide that mine's a exactly. joke exactly and that's the thing but yeah. It's tricky. You got to be. You, you got to play it right, you gotta man. Buy in. Buy in. You got to play it right. There. Oh, one hundred percent. This lady from Texas. This may be fake, uh, but oh. but there's a picture of of, of one here. I'm going to show you, of a of an. Uh, she's just <laughs> this is a, 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 a woman in her probably sixties or who like who looks like the maid from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> with a frown on her face and a colander <laughs> on her head. Delightful. Anyway, uh, good luck, Pastafarians out there. If you really want to, go ahead and try uh, and get that on your... Uh... God, I would never. Well, no. I wouldn't. I w- because I... You, would, you would have to waltz into the place wearing it 
Did you ever hear the about whole time? Well, yeah, or yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't Although, care what anybody thinks of me if they make fun of me in line. I'm fine with that. Here, here is here's what the the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster needs to adopt uh-huh. as a, an official mandate, mm. with, as a belief, mm-hmm. which is for the for photos that are meant to go onto some sort of identification card. You are required. You are commanded to wear it. Yeah. And maybe they did. I don't know. I don't know. Have they? That would be, if, if that would be so, smart. Then this girl just didn't do her research. Right. And well, and she, yeah, that's, exa- that's exactly what they should do. Uh, that the, you're, that it's not required in life. It's just, just, just government ID. ID. Photos. <laughs> just government ID. We are, we are, we, we require it's it. A, it's a very closely held religious belief of theirs. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's true. I don't know. <laughs> it's I, anyway, the whole point is that it's a, it's, it's a goof. It's yeah. a goof, but don't don't tell me it's a goof. I tell you it, if it's a goof, and if I don't, then it's not. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if you've got a colander on your head and you'd like to tell us about it, you can do so by writing into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, we like that. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash atheist, and click like. And or if you can't, if you're not out, if you're worried that your friends will hate you, if you like an atheist-themed thing, do this. You can go on search, go on Facebook and search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Yeah. It's great. Request it's a cl- to join. It's a closed group. It doesn't say the word atheist anywhere on it, and you can, uh, you can just become part of a good community. Yeah. Hey, uh, Franklin, do you... Uh, mm-hmm. Do you, we've been talking about a thing for a few weeks now. Uh, oh, yeah. It's it's just just a little thing called yeah. LootCrate.com. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to briefly mention it uh, because we get money. If you guys sign up for Loot Crate when, uh, when, uh, through our little thing. Yeah. LootCrate.com slash TGI Atheist. You get cool stuff. You get the nerd stuff. T-shirts. You get the geek Personalia. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's all like it's all legal paraphernalia. Yeah, well, there's that too. <laughs> uh, you might use it illegally. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, t-shirts you, you get like way more than you pay for every week or every month uh, sent to your home. Sure. Uh, and it's it's just a uh, it's just cool stuff. It's just you know it's, it's either like comic book stuff or it's like Star Trek stuff or Star yeah. Wars stuff. Yeah. Or yeah, just cool stuff. Uh, and your whole family can just uh, enjoy in the fun, have fun, and 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 it helps us out. So if you go to lootcrate.com slash TGI Atheist, you can sign up. If you've been thinking about signing up, try it for a few months. See if you like it. It would be great. It'd be awesome. Uh, and that's that's all we have to say about that. Yeah. So now we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. And we're going to listen to Glenn Beck. Uh, I believe, I believe his full comparison. name is, is Gleneth Tiberius Beckwith. <laughs> He's draw, he, he draws a nice little comparison between him and some noted and, and noted historic. Figures. I think totally valid comparisons. He makes these very valid comparisons. So the first question is, which box are you in? Are you in the leader box? I don't even know how you get there, but you just you have it in you. You know the evil of communism. And it doesn't matter if you stand alone. I read a deal in Town Hall today about me, how, how we get Glenn Beck onto the Trump bandwagon. Uh, and No, it was 
can we allow Glenn to get out of his never? <laughs> can we Whatever. find a way? Doesn't matter. Doesn't Glenn matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Does. But they, the, the last, no, it does. The last paragraph is what made me laugh at, laugh out loud, and that was only one paragraph of no, that article because it was it was, it was eye roll. I skimmed it, but the last the last paragraph made me laugh out loud, and that was. You know, it may be easy for Beck to take the no, the never Trump road, but it's harder to vote for him. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, you have oh you are cool. You want to talk about the bliss of illusion. Wow. You want the hard road. You stand up when the entire world is against you. That's the hard road. That's the road that Reagan and Thatcher and John Paul took. They took the hard road. That's the road that Nelson Mandela and Gandhi and Martin Luther King took when the entire world was against them. I'm sorry. You shouldn't have brought up. I shouldn't have brought up Town Hall. You shouldn't have added extra stuff into it, Stu. Jeez. Nelson Mandela. You know what? I agree with him. Oh, Nelson Mandela, Gandhi or Martin Luther King would probably not want Trump. (laughs) I'm going to agree with him that he is in that same bandwagon on that particular but point for, yeah uh, and maybe just that one point maybe just, that's, that may be the only maybe. way we can compare trump to or or or, or or back to gandhi, oh, to gandhi. And, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. uh it's <laughs> but he's sure happy to be in that in that boat. oh he was glowing oh yeah oh, yeah oh he couldn't he just couldn't believe. well there, you cannot make a christian and especially a mormon happier than if you put them in the position where they, it's them against the world. <laughs> if you put them in the position where they are the victims of a oh, yeah. global conspiracy against them. Oh, Jesus And Christ. they're just fighting for truth and righteousness. Yeah. And, man, you can't make them happier yeah, than that. Yeah, I know. You, if, he would, although what's great about this is the world's not against him, but he still gets to feel that feeling. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Because guess what? There's a lot of us that don't want Trump. Yeah, well, what's funny is, so I looked up the article that I was referencing oh, yeah? while we were listening to it. Uh, the, the, uh, the actual headline is, can we give Trump, or can we give Glenn Beck a way out of his no, dr- no Trump vow? Uh, uh, okay. It's basically just like, he's an idiot. How do we help him out of his vow, never, his never Trump vow, uh, and let him save face is really all that all this article's about. Oh, no. But of, of course, oh, no. He turned that into something it wasn't. Oh. What? How could Poor that be? Poor Glenn Beck. Oh, I just feel for the man. He's so put upon. Uh, we had some folks <laughs> write into us, so uh, so that's nice. And, yeah. And even call into us. Yeah. Um, Should we do the, the, the call in that gets cut off? Oh, sure. So, lead into so yeah, what this does, what, what happened was that uh, the the call got cut off, and then uh, and then she wrote into us, and so I can complete her her call through the miracle of email. All right, then I'm going to play the first part. Okay. Hey, Frank and Van. I'm going to try to make this short, but I can't make any promises. You guys are going to be my confession booth today. Uh, last week, you guys asked if any of us had stories about demons or ghosts and growing up in a charismatic Christian family with a mom who was very enthused by spiritual warfare. I have no shortage of demon stories, but the one that stands out the most was from when I was 15 years old. And uh, I was helping her for the first time with the deliverance. We got a call at about 2 in the morning from this person saying that their friend was threatening to commit suicide and they wanted someone to go pray with her. 
So we went to this woman's house and uh, found her lying on the ground, sobbing, clutching a half-empty bottle of vodka, which tells you a lot about the reality of the events that followed. But uh, I'm told that she levitated. I did not see it because I was locked outside of the house with her adult daughter who had been called by the neighbors because they heard all the screaming. So I was I was actually locked outside on the porch trying to explain all of this to a person I never met before, which was very awkward. I'm also told that the woman found burn marks on her body and uh, and threw up mysterious green goo. But this isn't about those things because I, I didn't see those things. What I did experience was uh, the voice of the Holy Spirit telling me that the the stronghold in this situation, the thing that was keeping the demons there, was this item that the woman collected. So I... Uh... All right. So now I pick up the story. So, yeah. And by the way, this is interesting because she's using words here that I did not know. Things oh. like uh, she went with her mom to a deliverance, oh. which I guess is uh, their kind of talk for a, an exorcism. Really? Yeah. Okay. And right. then and, and, and we just heard the word stronghold, which I hadn't heard either. Uh, that, but that's what's keeping the demons there. It's this item, this stronghold Ooh. item. Okay. So Ooh, she cool. goes on to say, uh, um, so she got the item, uh, the stronghold. She says, when I said, uh, when I said that, it, event, it unlocked repressed memories of terrible abuse this woman had suffered at the hands uh, of a since-deceased family member. Oh. She said that the person, was, the person was the reason she collected the item and that she wanted uh, the item out of her house. So I went to the room and cleansed the house of this collectible when I once again thought I felt the Holy Spirit telling me to pay special attention to her bedside table. Lo and behold, her deceased family member's wedding ring was in the top drawer, and I threw it away. Oh. Two days later, she called frantic, wondering if by any chance we had seen it, as it was the only material object she had from the person. Of course oh. I said no, and I felt absolutely terrible about the whole situation ever since. I also threw away a few what I realized in hindsight were fairly expensive sex toys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The woman said she felt free afterwards. Oh, I'm which, sure. Which is good. Yeah, uh, but good. has since become an unstable raging alcoholic. Oh, sounds like she was already an unstable right. raging alcoholic. Right. Well, apparently the, she was not delivered from her demons. Oh, that's too bad. Because apparently uh, deliverance isn't an effective uh, treatment program. No. No. Instead, she needs to uh, seek professional help. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Maybe check herself in somewhere. <laughs> okay. Might, might help. Yeah, well, thanks for that. Um, oh. the, the, the ghost stories. The, yeah. the spooks and specters out there are actually our uh. own psychologies. Yeah. Our own psyches are the scariest ghosts of them all. And these beliefs get in the way of... Of real help. Proper help. Yeah, that's no good. It sucks. Uh, Nate wrote into us, Hey, Frank and Dan, uh, I've been listening to your 4th of July episode, and the part about God rolling a 10-sided die in heaven to determine whether Dan gets cancer got me thinking. <laughs> yeah, we made, we made some D&D &D jokes. Um, as an avid Dungeons & Dragons player myself, I've gotten used to the idea that horrible stuff happens in-game, and the Dungeon Master is at least partly responsible, huh. but that preventing the horrible stuff would ruin the narrative. Oh, it struck me that this yeah. is exactly how I used to think about God. He was in charge, but he lets players and NPCs... Do you know what that is? 
non-playing characters. Okay. That sounds right. We'll go with that. <laughs> I don't know. He lets players and NPCs do what they would for the sake of our personal growth, or in this comparison, quote, the narrative. Uh-huh. Of course, the difference is that with an evil sor- when an evil sorcerer wipes out 30,000 innocent people in D&D, no one actually gets hurt. Right. While when a natural disaster does the same in the real world, incompre- incomprehensible suffering results. So letting everything run its course the way it will, uh, regardless of the suffering and loss that results, is being a good DM, but a bad god. Mm. Uh, hmm. Yes. So thank you, Nate, for that. He also clarified some things about my joke about being a level four mage, which I, you're right, I didn't know what that meant. Apparently, level four is not going to help you. <laughs> you're not going to be able to cast a healing spell as a level four that's ridiculous dan he called you to task <laughs> anyway uh do, do we have another voicemail we do have another voicemail let's do that hey frank and dan this is katie from ohio so I have never seen the Mormon missionaries unless I am listening to your podcast, walking around the neighborhood. I just passed two wonderful-looking young folks who are going down the street and waving at every single car that goes by with the biggest dopey grins on their face. It's <laughs> just so freaking hilarious. I just cracked up. Anyway, I thought you all would enjoy that. All right, have a good one, guys. Oh, it's so painful. Worst two-person parade ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, they were at least doing the 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 Queen's par- wave the parade wave. <laughs> Just elbow, the, elbow, wrist, wrist. Oh. Yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah, they're just dopey kids trying yeah. to trying to do what they think they're supposed to do. Yeah, I feel nothing but sour- pity for them. Yeah, it used to be they were nineteen and twenty year olds. Now they're eighteen and nineteen year olds. Oh my gosh, they don't know what and they're they doing. They just don't know what they don't have a fucking clue. At least there used to be a good percentage <laughs> of them that had gone to a year of college. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Got now and kind of knew a thing or two about like. Anything. Not being in mom and dad's house, maybe, right, right. or maybe they'd taken like s- some sort of class that opened their eyes a little bit. No. But these kids, just nothing. Just they want to they want them the out world. there, uneducated and and just with dopey grins, bright eyed and dopey grinning. Ugh. That's that's their whole gig. Ugh, it's just the worst. Oh. I can't even imagine that. That's how they think. Uh, go go seduce them next time you see them. It'll be <laughs> that, that'll be cute. Anyway, uh, we had Bill wrote into us. Hi, guys. I, for one, am totally pissed that GLBTQ oh. people will be able to join Christian Mingle. <laughs> I have a shirt that reads, I met my husband on Christian Mingle. I love wearing my shirt to Pride Marches and other events. Now its irony has been totally destroyed by that court in California. Oh, His joke's been ruined, Frank. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> I'm, I feel so bad for you. No, I'm with him. I get it. <laughs> it sucks when you got a, sh- a shirt that's always going to get laughs. Yeah. And then suddenly they just take the, the rug right out from under you. Ugh. Well... Uh, the good news, Bill, is that most people don't know that Christian Mingle now has gays, so you can still wear it for a while. Yeah. I think I think you got some time. Right. Get, but boy, get to as many prides this year as you can get to. <laughs> Where, wherever you're at, go get your money's worth. Yeah. Go 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 to the go to prides in others in, in neighboring states yeah. so that you can uh, so you can deal with that. Collect up all those missed years of <laughs> of opportunity. 
Yeah, you got to milk that thing. <laughs> uh, do we have any uh, any donors to talk about? Yes, we have. Uh, let me see. How many are we looking at here? Three new patrons on Patreon. Oh, cool. Uh, so a nice thank you to David, Christopher, and D's Nuts. Oh, good. Well, as long that's what he wanted. He wanted me to say OCD's nuts. OCD's nuts. <laughs> hey, if he's paying, great. <laughs> I see your nuts. They are lovely. <laughs> what a what a fine set of nuts these are. Yeah, yeah. So All there you right. go. There you go. We've we've been trolled, but if they're giving us money, I'm thrilled. <laughs> hey, uh, it was it was uh, it was a nice trolling. Okay, so, great. Yeah, thank and you, you know what? If you want to troll us, ladies and gentlemen, if 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 you want to become a Patreon donor and and troll us with your name, please feel free to do so. You can go to the the our go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the Patreon button and you can become uh, a a troll donor just like these yeah. nuts. And just remember how much I hate it the whole time you're doing. It. Yeah. I hate it. I, it's just I just Frank will <laughs> Frank will be forced to say whatever you put as your name <laughs> and he will just hate it and I will love it. And so that's I think that's a great thing to do. Uh, make make Frank say stuff. Uh, why did I say that? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there's been there's been big things happening in Kentucky, Franklin. Big things indeed, Dan. Big big boat things. I, I, you know, at this point, unseaworthy boat things. I, I've got, uh, I've got, I've, I, I, I just have to wonder about uh, Ken Ham at this point. <laughs> what is he compensating for? Yeah. A boat that big? Yeah. Nobody gets a boat that big. Unfortunately, the th- Who, uh, we know what he's compensating for. <laughs> it's for a very lacking religious belief. Oh, he's no. compensating for a belief in something that could not possibly have happened. <laughs> uh, and so, what we're talking about, of course, I, is the Ark Encounter. Like it is the most ludicrous <laughs> hang-up <laughs> in the Bible to be so stuck on this. Yeah. It's yeah. it's 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 amazing. It's almost as stupid as Ken Ham's beard. Yeah, they should do a <laughs> um, what's this thing called? The Ark Encounter. Yes, right. They should have like a parting of the Red Sea encounter. That's what I want. Yeah. Well, that's just God magic. That's just Jesus magic. Yeah. And so, like, you can but just I I've there's, seen there's, stuff. There's no physics. That, I mean. The wind was blowing and it was a low tide. Yeah, you know, they yeah. can come up with something. Yeah, they usually try to come up with something. But I'm the smart bet for a Christian who's trying to defend the Bible. The, I mean, the smartest bet is not don't do that. Right. Don't try to defend the Bible. Right. Uh, certainly not on scientific terms. But the smart bet is to just say Jesus magic, and then you're done. Your right. entire argument cannot be dismantled. Right. Uh, but but that's you built the big boat. That's not what he's trying to do. An impossible boat. He has built a giant ark. Uh, it full is si- full, full size. It's uh, they didn't scale this thing down. Well, no, they it's actually scaled it up uh, Wait, because they because they used the highest possible uh, measurement for a cubit. Uh, the measurements that we have from the Bible are all measured in cubits, and there's some question as to uh, how big a cubit is because it's just like. You know, it's the size of a 
forearm, or maybe it's from the crook of an elbow to a, the tip of the biggest finger. Like, we don't know what the fuck a cubit really means. Ah, okay. So you can... so. So what they, what he's done is fudged up as far as he can do. He's used the biggest possible measure that a cubit could be. Because he knows the biggest challenge here is how, where do you put all the animals? Right, exactly. Everybody who knows anything about there being animals on the earth right. knows that there's too many to get two of each of them right. onto a boat. And what I love is... That by making this a literal flood of the entire world, you do have to collect up all of the exotic animals. You have to collect them all up. It's all. like Pokemon. You have to collect them all. If, if you interpreted it as, oh, it's just a regional flood, but it was their world. You know, if you went right. that way, right? Yeah, right. Then all you have to do is you get some sheep on. Yeah, you, you got to collect some, all, of some... the, all of the critters from the Middle East. Yeah, that's it. And then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I can see how maybe you, I mean, it's a okay. desert region. You got to get like a couple jackals. Sure. I'm, not, I'm not sure what else you got to get. Uh, I don't know what's there. I, 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 some scorpions. Right, exactly. You know, some, and a lot of snakes. And that's about it. That's it. And then you're done. Not a lot of room needed on that boat. Right. So you could have taken the smaller interpretation of the cubit. But no, we have to get every fucking animal on Earth, well, no, because because we've got Ken Ham, so he says not every species. It doesn't say every species; it says every kind. Uh. So the same guy who doesn't believe in in evolution believes that kind kind of means like genus, ah. not species, right? And then all of these subdivisions of that genus happened after the Ark. So large cats. You don't have to get all that. You don't have to get no, your cheetahs right, and right. your lynx and <laughs> right. your bobcats and your. You just need one. Pumas you just need your, one pair of big cats yeah. that can then frantically evolve in four thousand years <laughs> into the variety that we have today. Just, they really put their mind to it. They just just They're just wildly crazy <laughs> amounts of evolution happening. I mean, anything's we are we are talking X Men well, level e evolution. Dan, anything's possible with God. Well, again, you know? they're trying to avoid just saying Jesus magic. Yeah. They're trying to say no, 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 science. Well, but there's also <laughs> now this is one of the more surprising and laughable beliefs of Ken Ham, right? Which is they have dinosaur. <laughs> They have giant like mo model like they have their 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 figure not figurines their full size mockups of dinosaurs on the ark on on the ark encounter because here's the problem he's saying that the fossils that we find in the ground occurred after the flood yes the flood was what actually embedded them into the ground so why not let them all die during the flood. It, except that, so that God they could be said, buried. God said all, all the of the animals. Yeah. I mean, so he yeah. had to get them all, every existing animal in Noah's time. Has he ever seen dinosaurs? They're huge. Not, or some of them are huge. Well, as you and I learned when we went to the uh, Creation Museum in Dallas, not the Creation Museum, but the, uh, a, crea a museum created by some creationists. Yeah. Uh, at, a, at a little Bible college. Bible college in, yeah. in Dallas. Uh, who and they follow the Ken Ham sort of model right. really well, but as they said, baby dinosaurs aren't huge. <sighs> baby dinosaurs are little. 
So you can get a lot more of them on there. Oh, my God. That's a really good point. Boom. <laughs> Boom, baby. They figured it out. It's all babies. It's the cutest arc of them all. It's the baby arc. It's, it's like the... And, um, of course, and of course, the mommy and daddy dinosaurs are going to let you take the babies. Oh, well, yeah, because... Because Jesus magic. Jesus magic. Right. I just think it's great. Just to give you guys a sense of this thing, of this uh, arc encounter, mm. uh, 510 feet long, mm-hmm. 85 feet wide, and 81 feet high. Put this into terms of football fields, because that's what people seem to always <laughs> it's like, one and gravitate and a half toward. Football fields, is that right? Somewhere around there. Because 100, 100 yards is a football field. Yes. So it's like... Yeah, about Plus a, a little bit for the end zones. Yeah, whatnot, yeah. A, you know. It's about a football field and a half-ish. Yeah. Uh, long. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I guess I don't know all the ins and outs of... Do you use just the... Anyway. Uh, it's huge. It's, it's a huge. very big boat that, uh, <laughs> according to almost every shipwright in the world, could never have sailed. Yeah. The largest boat build of, ever built of wood... Uh-huh. Uh, was not even close to this size, and it, uh, it promptly it, it sank. Twisted so much mm. uh, as it float floated that it like would let on water, and they could never get on because it would leak because of the twisting. There was too much twisting in every oh, direction. Yeah, of course. It, so it would take on water, and then uh, eventually it sank and killed Again, everybody. Again, Jesus with this, you know. Well, Jesus. I mean, Jesus gave him the engineering skills. Uh, lost skills, apparently. Right. Well, the, 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 these are godly mm-hmm. skills, and and of course, never to be replicated again. The tools uh, that were used, though Bronze Age, uh-huh. were perfectly sufficient. Well, yeah, for one man and maybe his sons mm. to build this. Even though it cost, how much did it cost to make that thing? The, this one? The, yeah, it's like a hundred and something million, right? It was in. The, it was in the oh um. Let's see. It's actually not in this article, surprisingly. I'm on the I'm on the Wikipedia up. page. I'm seeing. Um, oh no, that's how much they expect to make. You're never going to make that much money, Ken Ham. Oh. Uh, the, 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 well, the tax incentives that they received from the state of Kentucky right were those... eighteen million dollars over ten years. Uh, yeah, so then and then uh the total cost uh the first phase of construction on the park cost one hundred million dollars. Right. Uh total cost will reach more than hundred and fifty million dollars. Uh funded through bonds and thirty three million in private donations. It does to seem to me Ham. like uh maybe if it takes somebody who has access to all the modern technology in the world, yeah. if it takes them Hundreds of millions of dollars to build this thing. Well, and how many man hours were put on this? Yeah, thing? thousands of of you know hundreds of workers, thousands of man hours. Yeah, um, maybe you're actually hurting your own case. <laughs> if if you're if you're gonna build a thing that's that hard to well, make, and you're yeah. just gonna show us how hard it is to make something and, like and this, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? Isn't it amazing? Once you make it real, right? Mm. Now you can now you can tangibly start to pick the thing apart. Right. Because before then, like this is his best example of what the arc was. This is this is this is it. As good as it's going to get. Ever. Like this is the best defense he's going to get. Yes. And now you get real world pick aparts. Right. Such as well was this amount of wood available 
in these sort of sizes for these beams right in such abundance in the region where noah would have built right the ark right a region yeah the middle Could east he have moved these massive massive logs yeah the timber on this thing is impressive uh, he did make the structure largely out of wood, although he used modern uh, construction techniques, which include non-wood things. Are Inc- there like metal like brackets I, and yeah, whatnot? obviously holding shit together. Yeah, he's not like using this wooden isn't just pins. dowels. It's not. Yeah. He didn't just make this with dowels. <laughs> it's not just yeah, and dovetailing right the the, the pieces together. Yeah, no, come on, no, 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 no. I trust Ken Ham Dan. to have used good good. Uh, con- uh, carpentry joinery. Yeah. In order to no, this is no uh, no 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 no. This is, this building, by the way, Dan, uh-huh. is the largest freestanding timber frame structure in the world. Now, of course, that's according to Ark Encounter, so it's not totally trustworthy source. I believe it. It's enormous, <laughs> and and it's made of wood. That's yeah. the real it's achievement huge. here. Is he made a big thing out of wood? Yeah. That's, that's pretty, a, pretty cool. That's pretty impressive. Now, it's timber framed. Mm. That doesn't mean it doesn't have, like... Concrete footings and whatnot. All sorts of things. Yeah, this is not... We should emphasize, this is not a boat. Right. There's nothing about this that is a boat. It is <laughs> on dry land. It was made to only be on dry land. Yeah. He did not make a boat. This isn't on, like, a dry dock somewhere, and they're going to fill it up. No. And test it. See how seaworthy right. it might be. Right, right. Yes, the, for a year. The sea around it is a sea of automobiles in their parking lot. I do like the pond that they put in right next to it. Oh. <laughs> so you could sort of imagine. <laughs> they should sell mm. little arcs that you can put into the pond. Remote control arcs. Yeah, a little, like a... <laughs> just sort of cutting through the pond. Yeah, those would tip over. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure they could make mini arcs that could be seaworthy. Mm, doubtful. We'll see. Uh, anyway, one Dan. Of the, one of the... Oh, yes? Oh, I was just going to say, one of the amazing uh, features Ooh. Of, uh, of, of the arc okay. is that they're able to sort of imagine what the living conditions might have been. Oh. Not just for the animals, Dan. Oh, no, no, no. There were, what, eight people? There were eight people who had to live for a year. Right. This is a year's worth of travel on a boat so filled with animals. They have dioramas, right, that they've set up. So right. you don't just see the living space, but there are mannequins, right? Oh, of humans. Of humans. Yes. Uh, representing the eight passengers and what they might have been up to sure. while, while on the boat. Yeah. Uh, on the ark. Uh, and uh, this one I absolutely adore. Uh, they, we have a woman on the ground, uh, sitting at something that looks like, sh- like a little, um, little table that might've been picked up at pier one. Okay. Um, which is fascinating. And she's, she's working on some ceramics. Oh yeah. She's painting some, a ceramic vase. Uh, I'm going to assume her husband is the man who's standing over in the corner, uh-huh. uh, playing a flute. Like instrument, like you do. Uh, there are there's a there's like a day bed against the wall <laughs> with throw pillows. It's tastefully um, decorated. There, That's what you're getting at. Yeah, there's uh, fine linens all around <laughs> them. I love the lattice work on the windows. It's actually quite nice. Mm. Um, they have decorations on the wall. They have sort of a hanging rug on the wall. They have a lot of potted plants 
around. Mm. Um, she's sitting actually on kind of a uh, sort of a Persian looking rug. Um, yeah, it's just lovely. The accommodations were fantastic. I like. I've got a picture here. I'm looking at a picture of uh, a, a man working metal on board of the boat. No, he's uh, yeah, he's got a, he's got a mallet and he's uh, he's currently working metal on a uh, on a makeshift anvil. I assume that he must have a, a fire in so order to is, do that. Again, by making it real, you now have to ask yourself about the fire on this all wooden vessel. Right. Yes. He has fire burning hot enough that he can work that he can work metal, metal with it. Well, that, that sounds safe. Well, and it's just like this woman with the vase. Unless she like put these in the kiln before. She got on the boat. Now yeah. she's just spending her time painting them. Right. Right. Uh, hot oven as well. Yeah. You know? You know. Gotta have some good food. And I mean, for Christ's sake, like... like yeah, they, they had and they, to have water for a year. They have answers to all of to, these questions. Like, where does the poop go? They have actually a little a little demonstration of what what could have possibly been the way that they, that they extracted... The animal poop from okay. the ark. So, but they threw it over the side, I assume. Oh, they've got... I can't even like make out a, exactly... A greenhouse. They made manure and uh, grew. Solid waste removal. Yeah, they, they have a whole system. It, it's mechanical. No. They, have, they have mechanisms for the poop removal. Because oh, that man. totally makes sense. Liquid waste removal, solid waste removal. They know how they did all of it. And if, what, what about drinking water, though? Seriously. They're out... On what I presume uh, to be a body of ocean water. Let me remind you, it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. All you got to do is put out your rain collection yeah. pot. And then have enough water to last you the rest of the year. Right. While you're floating around. Yeah. Uh, I think they had a mechanical issue, uh, a me mechanical uh, solution to that as well. I think, I think it's all just mechanical. They had, uh, you know, purification systems. Obviously. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So they drank their own urine? Is that what I'm hearing? No, they drank the animal's urine. Oh, once, there would when, be a lot of it, I suppose. Yeah. Once it well, goes what through did the, the animals drink? Uh, shut up. <laughs> the animals drank, shut the fuck up, this Frank. Isn't, this isn't just enough water just for the eight human beings. Right, it's no. It's enough water for every animal, like... Everything. Everything. You've got to feed two of every kind of animal... That you crammed on to this humongous thing. Right. That would break apart instantly. Right. Yeah. Oh, Dan. There is he a, never should have built it. He never should have built it. He's basically built uh, a thing where uh, he's basically dared the world to believe this now. Right. I dare you to believe this. Right. Um, here's another fun little thing. Uh, of course, what he wants for this, uh, what Mr. Ham wants for this thing is for everybody to come and believe it. And who's going to be the most likely to believe when they come to this? The children. Yeah, but we were talking about this earlier, Dan. Children, children, all children hit an age where they begin to pick apart and ask really hard questions about the Ark story. Right. Little well, children are smart enough to, figure, to see all of the problems with the story. Right. How did they get all the animals? Well, here's the thing. This uh, this encounter answers children questions. Oh, really? Like, like 
it has answers for all of the questions. They're just not good answers. Okay. But they're good enough for a kid. Okay, such as? Well, just like, you know, the, the poo removal poo. thing. And, okay. and like, you know, they, they show cages. And apparently they have like all of these cages that you can't actually see into, but you hear animal noises coming oh, yeah. from up out of them. Yeah, nice. And that's how they present it so that they don't have to represent every single kind of animal. They're like, no, look, they're all in these cages. You just can't see that they're all there. But ask me an animal. Just ask me any animal. Toucan, that's in that cage over there. An anteater. It's right over here. They're um. all there, but you can't see them. <laughs> anyway, here's the thing. Uh, knowing this, the fufurf, oh no, protector of uh, non-believers <laughs> everywhere, uh, has sent out a letter to over a thousand public school districts in the region. In the region, saying, by the way, you know you can't take kids here, right? <laughs> You know that you're not allowed to take kids. Like, the parents can take them. Their church groups can take them. Any number of groups can take kids to the Ark Encounter. But public schools, you know you can't do this, right? right? But the wrath, and if you do, the wrath of the the fervor will come down down on your heads. They're genuinely trying to head this off at the pass, but obviously it's going to be a problem. Uh This is a stated ministry. This Ark Encounter is a ministry. It is a missionary tool. It is not anything educational. Else. Right. It doesn't pass muster. No. No. So and uh so so yes, the Fulverf has sort of they've gone out of their way to be like, just remember public schools here's a quote from their letter. Public schools cannot organize trips for students to either the Creation Museum or the Ark Park. Doing so would violate the students' rights of conscience and the Constitution. There is, they're as, uh, as overt as they can be right. on this because there will be a school there. It's going to guarantee you in the next if six it has, months. If it hasn't already happened, there's going to be a story. Plans are in the works. Yeah. I mean, it's summertime, so it's most summer. of the schools are out of session, but. But what about, yeah. Plans are in the works. Yeah, no. They, and, Kentucky, Tennessee, oh, Ohio, all these, all these. School districts are planning yeah. trips yeah. to the oh, Just glorious. It's going to be amazing, Dan. Oh, good amazing. Lord. What a wonderful experience for these kids. Well, if you get to Grant go. County, Kentucky, everybody, go <laughs> go check it out. I don't care if they get your 10 bucks or whatever. Go go see it. Post some pics on the members-only lounge. Uh, so right. stupid. All right, Dan. So stupid. <laughs> Everything is stupid. <laughs> Uh, if you guys have anything to say about, if you've been to the Ark, write oh, to us. send us photos. Write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message and tell us all about it. The number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, keep that going. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Or, while on Facebook... Search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. Right. It's a closed group. Yeah. So you have to wait for us to let you in. Yep. Um, yeah, so, so hey, thanks, everybody, for, for tuning in. We got, I got, got to thank the, uh, the uh, Red Rock Hot Club for the mm. use of their fine music. And thanks to Mackenzie for all the help on Facebook. And thank you, dear listeners, for believing in Noah's Ark. We sure do appreciate it. Bye-bye.